are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome into this Monday edition of Locked On Saints, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. First and foremost, happy Memorial Day to everybody, and thank you to everyone that has served or is serving our country. Happy to pay respect to lead off the show today. Thank you for everything that you've done. Ross Jackson here at Ross Jackson, NOLA on Twitter, editor over at CanalStreetChronicles.com, and your host covering your New Orleans Saints every single Monday through Friday. Today's episode of Locked On Saints is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off of your first box. And for this week only, you'll also get an additional $5 off of any purchase for their Memorial Week sale. On today's episode, thanks to Nick Underhill of New Orleans.Football, we got some context on Jameis Winston's sort of peculiar workout video. Let's talk about why he was swinging a baseball bat instead of throwing a football. Then we'll start off with our New Orleans Saints all-time team before wrapping up the show with Alvin Kamara's astronomical rise up the Saints record books. We got all of that and a little bit of Lanyard for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints, your team every day. New Orleans Saints quarterback Jameis Winston was criticized heavily on social media after he was seen swinging a baseball bat in a training video that was released, but now we know exactly why he was doing that. That's our New Orleans Saints lead story of the day today with Ross Jackson of Locked on Saints. A Jameis Winston training video recently released on a Bleacher Report Twitter page that showed Winston in his newly received New Orleans Saints helmet taking a three-step drop and swinging a baseball bat. Lots of questions began to circulate regarding the purpose of the drill, and people even went so far as to criticize the Saints quarterback for, quote, playing the wrong sport. But Nick Underhill of New Orleans.Football caught up with Winston's soaring coach, John Beck. Beck, who is a coach over at 3DQB, went on to clarify the purpose of the drill, telling Nick Underhill that training the similarities in a baseball swing can be applied to the movements of quarterbacking. Now, this makes a lot of sense to me, even though I was a terrible baseball player. My understanding of what makes an effective baseball swing comes from core as well as torque in the torso and follow through. All of those things being a big part of that effect baseball swing can also be translated, as Beck said, to the throwing motion of a quarterback. Beck then went on to say that Winston, with a bat in his hands, does the things correctly that they're working on on the quarterback side. So it's not exactly carryover, but some of the movements that he's working on, he does well. And this also makes sense to me. If the mechanics that you're working on and you're trying to establish with a football in his hands are replicable and easily achieved with him simply having a baseball bat in his hands, then continue to do what works and then take the steps to translate that baseball bat swing to what's needed for the football throwing motion. It's just like learning scales on a piano before you learn how to play your own song. You learn what works first and then you translate it to your own practice. So kudos to Winston, John Beck, the team over at 3DQB and as well as Nick Underhill for getting this information. But that team for doing this drill that maybe looks a little bit out of the ordinary, but all of the work that he's putting in this offseason, even if it seems out of the box, with a little bit of context, is a greater understanding for the type of work that he's putting in and the type of work that he's doing for himself. It also helps to know, I think, as Nick Underhill pointed out, that many QBs that have trained with 3D QB have done this, Drew Brees included. There's also a little bit more in the article over at New Orleans.Football that you can check out, where Beck talks a little bit more about what the situation for Jameis Winston 
in New Orleans is going to be. Uh, Beck used to play at BYU, so he knows Taysom Hill. He's seen Taysom Hill's growth and applies a little bit of the same things that he's seen in Taysom Hill to the potential for what could happen with Jameis Winston, who's on a $1.1 million contract to essentially gain a higher degree of education in quarterbacking in the NFL. And he certainly should be able to do that with Drew Brees to learn from, as well as Sean Payton and Pete Carmichael that are there. All of that paired with the type of work that he's doing over at 3DQB with a throwing coach like John Beck, and also just his ability and willingness to try something new, even again, if it seems out of the box. All of those things point to pretty positive progression for Jameis Winston in the near future. So go ahead, Jameis. Do what you got to do. Keep putting that work in and let the haters hate, man. It does not matter. Just keep putting in that work. You got a big competition ahead of him, uh, potentially in the 2021 season with Taysom Hill as the future quarterback of the New Orleans Saints, if what Sean Payton mentioned last week with Kay Adams is correct. So if he needs to be swinging baseball bats, if he needs to be playing volleyball, I don't care if he needs to be playing tetherball and air hockey, if he needs to do it, I'll bet my money, all of it, that he he will do it <laughs> in order to get an opportunity like the one that potentially stands before him with the New Orleans Saints. So, all right, y'all, coming up next, we're going to get started with our New Orleans Saints all-time team and then wrap up the show with a quick look at Alvin Kamara and his astronomical ascension up the Saints record book so far. We got that coming up for you next here on Locked on Saints, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bars on the market. Jameson Winston is out there swinging baseball bats to get ready as a quarterback, doing everything that he has to do. And what are you doing for yourself to make sure that you're stepping your game up? Well, I'm going to help you do it right here with Built Bar because Built Bar has got some crazy good deals going on right now. First of all, use the promo code Locked On to get $10 off of your first box at Built Bar. If you've already purchased the box or even if you use the promo code for the first box, you're also going to get an additional $5 off all week. And just today, just for Monday, you also get a free pack of assorted Built Boost energy drinks that you'll get with any purchase on Monday. They also have four new limited time flavors, peanut butter, banana, pineapple upside down cake, coconut pecan pie, and blueberry lemon. So make your way over to BuiltBar.com right now. Get your first box. You can get up to $15 off if it's your first box because the $5 off for this week stacks on top of your Locked On $10 discount. Use the promo code Locked On. Get that $10 off. Get that $5 off. Get that assorted Built Boost Energy Drink Mix today at BuiltBar.com. All right, Huda Nation, rolling on with today's episode of Locked On Saints. As always, if this is your first time catching the show, I ask that you please take a moment to subscribe, drop a five-star rating and review. I appreciate any help that you give uh, just to show, you know, a little bit of love. And I appreciate that because I'm always out here trying to make sure that I'm putting together the best content for you. And all that feedback definitely helps me continue to do that. Because again, as I always say, this show is just as much about all of you as it is about me sitting in front of a microphone. So today we're going to get started with, and this all came from, I just want to make sure I give the shout out one more time. This all came from a question from our Locked on Saints Facebook group. The question came from Matt Craven from Down Under, who asked the question about my all-time Saints team. And now I'm going to turn it into a three-episode arc because I think that it deserves a much larger conversation than just me trying to like rush through it and try to you know, do this. So I decided to build a 53-man roster for the Saints, an all-time 53-man roster. And that means that some people are going to get left off here that you're going to feel strongly about. I want to hear about it. Tell me who you believe should be on the list. Tell me if you agree, you disagree. There's several ways to do that. Uh, Ross Jackson, NOLA on Twitter. You can join the Locked on Saints Facebook group at Facebook 
facebook.com slash locked on, I'm sorry, slash groups slash locked on saints. Or you can call and leave a message at 504-229-4265 and hear yourself featured here on the show as we continue this conversation. So here's how I'm going to break this out. We're going to talk about the offensive skill position players first on today's show. On tomorrow's show, we'll jump to the trenches. We'll do offensive line and defensive line. And then on a Wednesday show, we'll wrap it up with linebackers as well as secondary. We'll do the full secondary there, corners and safeties. And then we'll also throw in our special teamers as well, kicker, punter, long snapper. So 53-man roster all time. Here we go. I'm going to start off with quarterbacks. And again, tell me if you disagree, because I know the second best quarterback in Saints history conversation is a heated one, because a lot of people feel like it's Archie Manning. Some people feel like it's Aaron Brooks. Some people threw Bobby Hebert in there as well. So I'm interested to hear your opinion. Some people might say Teddy Bridgewater. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But actually, speaking of Teddy Bridgewater, oh, I'm so glad that I made that joke, actually, because it reminded me to tell you about this. I did put one stipulation in this, at least for myself, at least for myself. If anybody else decides to make a list, do, do with it as you please. But for me, I'm not including any players that have been signed or drafted to the team in the last five years unless they've been on the team before. So guys like Jermon Bushrod, who re-signed a few years ago after spending the beginning of his career with New Orleans, guys like Malcolm Jenkins, of course, Benjamin Watson, those guys to me are all viable options uh, because of the fact that they were on the team before and then have rejoined the team within the last five years. But guys like Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore, Marcus Williams, Alvin Kamara, you will not hear their names on this list. And some of y'all might hate that, but for me, I just had to do it because it's not any disrespect to them. It's just the fact that I like those players too much because I'm closer to those players because I started writing about the team, started talking about the team on podcasts while they were playing than I am with any other players throughout Saints history. So that's really all that this is about. So you won't hear those guys on the team for me, at least until they sign for sign to another team at some point or if they play more than five years with the team. But we know that guys like Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Marshawn Lattimore would find their way on, Ryan Ramchick, they would find their way on to this list for certain. So I just want to want to clarify that stipulation. It's the only stipulation that I'm operating with, however. So for quarterbacks, we've got three here. Drew Brees, Aaron Brooks, Archie Manning. That's the way that I did this one. Drew Brees is, uh, that's a no-brainer. We don't even have to talk about that. Aaron Brooks pre-2005 was fantastic. Unfortunately, 2005 was terrible. Uh, and then he ended up being released in 2006. It was kind of Sean Payton's first move uh, when he showed up. And of course, he signed Drew Brees. So that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Archie Manning, I put in here because look the guy is one of the better all-time Saints quarterbacks I put him in over Bobby Abair even though Bobby Abair technically has better stats in terms of win-loss record interception to touchdown ratio I get it but Archie Manning also played with teams that were not very good uh, Bobby Abair also had the dome patrol defense so I, I went ahead and put Archie Manning here but I do believe that a very convincing argument can be made in favor of Bobby Abair and I'm not mad at that at all all right jumping over to running backs now we know Alvin Kamara would be on this list but he's not on it because I put the stipulation I barred myself and I made myself do more research do more digging I got four running backs here which includes a fullback we've got Deuce McAllister Mark Ingram Dalton Hilliard and then Hokey Gajon who is the uh, obviously the fullback Saint you know, Fleur de Lee award winner, uh, Saints Hall of Famer, rest in peace. Uh, of course, of course, he's on this list. Dalton Hilliard, I put here because look, you need a receiving back because for me, the all time coach is Sean Payton. So you're going to need a receiving back in that all time offense. 
Dalton Hilliard did it. Caught more than 30 passes four times, uh, four different seasons, 249 receptions total. He had the ability to do it. It just wasn't a big part of the game plan in the NFL at that time. Put Dalton Hilliard at his prime in today's game. He will catch passes much like what you would see with Alvin Kamara. So he's my Alvin Kamara replacement in a way. These guys are also top three when it comes to rushing touchdowns in Saints history, which we'll talk a little bit more about in the next segment. Uh, Tight end, I'm going three here. That gives us 10 total so far. Jimmy Graham, obvious, easy one, one of the better players in Saints history, even though it was only, what, four years that he ended up playing, but, you know, 51 total touchdowns in terms of his time. So pretty incredible, uh, pretty incredible there before he was shipped off and then ended up being what he is now. Uh, Hobie Brenner, who was just a fantastic dual threat. He'll punish you as a blocker. He was one of those, one of the first, he was one of the earliest pass catching tight ends that I remember learning about him as a pass blocker, but also as a pass catcher, just incredibly impressive. So he's your Josh Hill in, in Sean Payton's offense. And then Henry Childs, who could just go out there and moss anybody that he wants to. So uh, those are my three tight ends there. And then we'll wrap this up with wide receiver. Remember, we're just doing offensive skill positions right now. This was a fun one to go through because again, Michael Thomas, not eligible. Uh, for this one, I picked five wide receivers. I almost went six because one of these guys is a returnman, but I'm going to stick with five. Marcus Colson, obviously. Joe Horn, Obviously, Danny Abramowitz, obviously, Eric Martin, obviously, but then I threw on Michael Lewis because Michael Lewis is one of the most electrifying returners we've ever seen in the NFL. He rivals guys like Dante Hall, for instance. Michael Lewis was incredible, and he's somebody that I'm going to include on this list. If I kept a six-wide receiver, I would have thrown Devery Henderson in here, but I didn't do a six-wide receiver, uh, even though I do have one of these guys as a returner. I wanted to save some spots for offensive line and defensive line, so that's the way that I did it. So again, Marcus Colson, Joe Horn, Danny Abramowitz, who really was like the first big-name wide receiver for the Saints, and then Eric Martin, who was absolutely outstanding, and then Michael Lewis as the returner slash wide receiver. So that does it for the skill position offensive players when it comes to my all-time Saints list. I, you might hate it. You might love it. Either way, I want to hear from you. Tell me I'm stupid. Tell me I, whatever it is. Hit me up and let me know. Again, you, you're more than welcome to share your thoughts with me. Ross Jackson, NOLA uh, on Twitter. You can join the Locked on Saints Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Locked on Saints. And of course, you can always call 504-229-4265. Leave a message with your thoughts. We'll continue that tomorrow. We'll go to the trenches, offensive line and defensive line, continue to name these fantastic players, and then wrap it up on Wednesday with linebackers, which is going to be a lot of fun. Secondary is going to be a lot of fun. And then special teamers as well, which I'm sure you can guess those answers already. So, uh, but coming up next, y'all, we're going to jump into, oh, this is really fun. I really enjoyed this. I hope y'all are enjoying this one too. Um, coming up next, we're going to wrap up the show. We're going to talk a little bit about Alvin Kamara and his astronomical rise through the Saints franchise record books. Got that coming up for you next. You're unlocked on Saints, your team every day. All right, family, wrapping up today's episode of Locked on Saints, brought to you by Bill Bar. Don't forget, Locked on, promo code Locked on is going to get you $10 off of your first box over at Bill Bar, and you're already going to get $5 off automatically throughout this week. So you can get up to $15 off of your first box, as well as a free order of assorted Built Boost energy drinks as well. So check them out, BuiltBar.com, promo code Locked on. All right, so I wanted to talk a little bit about Alvin Kamara. I was just doing some research, learning a little bit more about this guy, and just wanted to kind of look at where he ranks amongst the uh, the New Orleans Saints record book right now in terms of all-time rushing leaders, all-time rushing touchdown leaders. And in particular, in that latter category, rushing touchdowns, Alvin Kamara is incredibly productive. He's right now rocking with a 5.5 touchdown percentage on his carries, which is well above 
anybody else in the New Orleans Saints record books. Uh, but you also look at what he's done and how that translates. And it's pretty simple. I mean, the guy has 27 touchdowns right now, just rushing touchdowns. That included, what, 14 in 2018 alone, and 13 of those came in the red zone. So you know you, know, you should see a lot more red zone touches uh, here in 2020 than you saw in 2019. But Man, he's just been incredible. And so I wanted to look at where he ranks and how far behind some of the more notable names he is in Saints history. The Mark Ingrams, the, the, you know, Deuce uh, McAllisters, the uh, Dalton Hilliards, things like that. So the first thing that I found was the noticeable divide between number three in Saints history and number four in Saints history. So number three in Saints history, when it comes to rushing touchdowns, is Dalton Hilliard at 39. But then there's an 11 touchdown difference between number three and number four, which is tied Chuck Muncie and Pierre Thomas. Chuck Muncie, of course, the lightning of lightning and thunder back in the late 70s into 1980. But uh, that's a big that's a big difference, right? 39 for Dalton Hilliard and then for Muncie and Thomas, 28. But you think about that and then you realize that Alvin Kamara has already got 27 touchdowns in his first three seasons. So he's only two behind moving in to that top five, he would be number four in Saints history behind just Mark Ingram, who's got 50 rushing touchdowns, Deuce McAllister, who's got 49, and then Dalton Hilliard, who's got 39. Now, I mentioned earlier that Alvin Kamara in his second year ran for 14 touchdowns alone. If he were to do something like that again, let's say 12 touchdowns, he would then tie Dalton Hilliard for third place. He can do that in his fourth season. Dalton Hilliard played eight years with the Saints from 1986 to 1993, which, by the way, is one of the longest tenured times that any running back has spent with the Saints. Eight years is the absolute longest when it comes to uh, running backs playing with the New Orleans Saints. You've seen Mark Ingram do that. You've seen uh, Thomas, and you've seen... Uh, who else? It was Dalton Hilliard, Mark Ingram, Deuce McAllister, and Pierre Thomas all played eight seasons. Fred McAfee was almost there with seven. And only Ingram, Hilliard, and Thomas have played over 100 games at running back for the Saints. So they don't keep running backs around a lot. But when you look at Alvin Kamara's production already at 27 rushing touchdowns in his first three seasons, it don't matter. In his fourth season, he could potentially be third in the New Orleans Saints record books all time in rushing touchdowns. Also, On top of that, if he ended up rushing for just, say, 12 rushing touchdowns, but then also added a couple of passing touchdowns, he could also find himself moving up in the total touchdown record book as well, or record list, rather, as well. Jimmy Graham's got 51 total touchdowns with the Saints, so that ranks pretty highly. That ranks at uh, fifth. So Alvin Kamara, if he gets those 12 rushing touchdowns we talked about before and adds just one receiving touchdown, that would move him from 38 total touchdowns because he's got all of the rushing touchdowns. He's got 10 receiving touchdowns as well. And he's also got the uh, the kick return touchdown in 2017 against Tampa Bay. So he's got 38 already. If he were to drop 13 total touchdowns in 2009, sorry, in 2020, he then moves up to the top five in total touchdowns in franchise history. And no one ahead of him is a part of the team any longer. Marcus Colston with 72, Mark Ingram and Deuce McAllister with 55, Dalton Hilliard with 53, Jimmy Graham with 51. Ain't none of them on the team any longer. Michael Thomas is pretty far behind him at 14. He's got 32 touchdowns. So he's not that far behind. He's only six touchdowns behind him. So we could see something happen with Michael Thomas this year as well. But what Alvin Kamara has done in the time that he's been in New Orleans, and especially as a guy that a good portion of Saints fans were pretty pissed off about the Saints drafting, if you remember correctly. The Saints traded up to draft him when they already had Mark Ingram and Adrian Peterson on the roster, so they ended up trading up for a guy that was supposed 
to be uh, by by people outside of the organization a third running back and instead he ended up being the reason that future hall of famer adrian peterson was traded to the cardinals for a sixth round draft pick so pretty incredible what alvin Kamara has done and it's gonna be a lot of fun and very exciting to watch him continue to build up this record book even just in 2020 and we'll see if he gets that extension if he gets a new deal with the saints how much further does he have the ability to climb up i also went deeper into this and looked a little bit further into it if he were to play you know a total of eight seasons with the saints if he were to play seven seasons with the saints like fred mcafee where he could potentially end up on the record book at the current rate that he's producing and what would happen if his rate slowed a little bit i looked at both so you'll be able to catch that soon in the next couple of days over at canalstreetchronicles.com but Man, it's just so exciting to watch this guy work. And again, it's my recency bias is one of the reasons why I didn't put five you know players from the last five years in the uh, in my all time team because I'm gonna put Alvin Kamara in that team every single time because it's incredible the way that he is just shooting up the record list for New Orleans. So, all right, y'all, that's going to do it. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Saints. Now that you're done here, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On NFL. Don't forget to check out BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code Locked On to get $10 off on top of the $5 off that you would already be getting with a new purchase of Built Bars. You can get $15 off that way. And make sure you come back tomorrow. We'll continue our all-time list. We'll talk a little bit about Malcolm Jenkins. Nick Underhill also had some interesting comments on how Malcolm Jenkins might be utilized in the 2020 season. We'll talk about that. And, of course, any additional news and notes of the day as they happen. So make sure you keep it locked here on Locked on Saints. Very excited to be able to continue to be here with all of you every day. Once again, happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. My mouth didn't work there. Uh, Happy Memorial Day. And a big thank you to everybody who has or is serving our country. We appreciate you and certainly send our love. That's going to do it, y'all. Thank you very much, as always, for coming through. Once again, I'm Ross Jackson. You can find me on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're momming them. Tell your friends, family, and fellow Saints fans about the show. And if you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe. Drop that five-star rating and review. I thank you so much for all your support and for helping me grow this family. This has been Locked on Saints and Trust Who That Nation. I'll holla at you.